just like holds her breath. She's like, <gasps> yeah, complete silence, no breathing. Hi, I'm Courtney, and I'm Emily. I'm Jess. Oh. <laughs> and you're listening to the Mostly Awkward Podcast. Jess, that was a great introduction. I don't know how you guys do this with a serious face every week. <laughs> we don't. There's a lot of editing. <laughs> Magic behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a really special episode today. This is our very first time having a guest on the show. Whoop, whoop. Welcome. You know, uh, it's really funny because I think Emily and I, we had the idea. We're like, we're going to have so many guests on this show. It's going to be great. But... I mean, we're mostly awkward, so we haven't had a single guest. Um, at we're all. so we're bad. Introverts. It's also like, do we reach out to people, or do we just like, do people come to us? How does the yeah? What's the? <laughs> <laughs> what's how does the that work? Yeah. Here? <laughs> so our very first guest is my friend Jess. Ooh, it's me. That kind of rhymes. Jess guest. Yes, I thought about. Ooh, it's me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> already a perfect fit with yeah no it's a perfect fit yeah so let me give Jess a little introduction here um I met Jess at a yoga studio in 2017 Jess is actually the best yoga teacher that you will ever meet (laughs) you can't find any better so we met and at first like we I think we were so busy that we didn't really connect or become friends right at the beginning but then we had this one day where we bonded over donuts and iced coffee, and we've been like besties ever since. Yeah, legit. And over coffee that you didn't even like. Pretended to sit and sit for yeah, 40 I minutes. I don't drink coffee. I, I was going to say, one. listen here, I've known you a long time, <laughs> and it is always tea. <laughs> but the thing, with, the thing is that like, I want to be an iced coffee drinker, so sometimes I'll like do something or someone will be like, want to grab an iced coffee? And I'll be like, ooh. Maybe today is the day that I like it, but it never works out. It never. So. Ever. That was one of the days where I was like, hey, I'm making a new friend. I'll branch out, try some iced coffee. I don't think I drank it. No, you, you stirred it with your straw until there was just one goop of like just melted ice <laughs> and horrible coffee. Yeah, you did not Just watered down iced coffee. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Jess, why don't do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Say where you're from? Oh, for sure. So uh, I'm Jess. Oh, I always feel like that always gets Courtney because every time I introduce myself, I'm, just like, I'm Jess. It spells with one J, one E, and two S's, like J-Lo, Elephant, and Double Snakes. Because that's how you would spell it if somebody asked. I'm that so happy no. that that's how you tell people how to spell your name. Uh, okay. <laughs> Before I let Jess finish, <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna pull a Kanye here. But yeah, the, I lo- I peed my pants a little bit because Jess one time she was on the phone. I don't remember who you're phoning. It was like it was supposed to be like a professional work call, 
and they asked her name and she's like, yeah, my name is Jess. That's J as in JLo, E as in elephant, and double S as in two snakes. <laughs> okay, but like, seriously, my whole life, my last name is Brame and everybody always thinks it's brain, like with an N, like smart, like yeah. whatever. And they make that joke. And then I have to be like, no, with an M, like frame, but with a B. And that's just a crappy way to describe your own name. And I would so much rather make something fun like oh, j-lo and elephants and snakes out of fun i just like oh what has a j in it oh j-lo everyone else has to say j-lo that's the only thing she can think of because when you learn in school it's like you learn like oh yes i'm swedish i'm from sweden by the way oh hello the north but from the wrong side of the north <laughs> from two canadians to a swede we're the true north no we're the true oh, north no, 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 no. sweden the north sweden. pole is in canada we fight about this yeah, often all the time we're the North, we're the Vikings. You guys just have the Santa, you can have him. We have polar bears. Listen, too. Vikings, <laughs> the Vikings. We have elks too. The Vikings left and came to Canada, which proves it's better. But that proves that we are the true North in the beginning. Mm, there we go. Brain teaser. Only, <laughs> only on Newfoundland. What the fuck is a Newfoundland? What the fuck is a Newfoundland? <laughs> it's one of our provinces, and it's the only province the Vikings landed on, and then they were like, no, and they left. <laughs> Makes sense. So it's not Aniston when you have Alliston? Alliston, that's the little the potato town land. I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> potato I'm festival. very excited about your potato festival. Emily, have you been? No. I don't think so. I have, we what? have our own we have our own fe- So Courtney and I actually live pretty far apart. Like Alliston is like three and a half hour drive away from me. So to go to her place is like I definitely am spending the night. And her potato fest falls at the same time as my county fair. And my county fair is like a bomb situation as well. So I'm always like, mm. oh, so potato against county fair. Who was? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's a hard the one. Potato doesn't hold up, hold up too well. Because you have like monster trucks. And yeah, we have like, like monster trucks. And there's that a. That sounds yeah. very off the coast. Like, whoa. And there's a, there's a uh, truck pull and a tractor pull where they like, it's just tractors trying to pull as much as they can without breaking. Yeah. We have that too. Yeah, and <laughs> then <laughs> and then we have a couple derbies, and there's like horse shows, and it's just a really country time. Um. <laughs> totally get it. Against yeah. potatoes, you got nothing, Alliston. <laughs> <laughs> just just potatoes. Sorry. Yeah. Well, there's some good poutine. There was but, okay, also we derailed you a bit. Wait, there was also a chip commercial that was like for Lay's chips, and it was like we get our potato or we source our potatoes from Alliston, Ontario. So I mean, that was pretty like important for you guys. Yeah, like all the Lay's chips come from Alliston. Yeah, was the American chips right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We sell people eat a lot of chips, and we sell a lot of potatoes. But okay, yeah, we got derailed. Minorly, Jess, slightly. Jess hasn't even. <laughs> it's fine. We're like seven minutes in, and Jess hasn't even introduced herself yet. <laughs> All right, so introduce. Tell your story, Jess. Just tell us a little bit about you. Birth, birth to right now. Birth to right now. I came out of my mother's vagina, fully ready to receive the world with magic and twinkle in my eye. <laughs> this is such a great story already. <laughs> I am Jess, and uh, only, only, oh God, can you cut that out? The whole, the what? <laughs> I feel like. I can cut out any weird noises that oh, you make. Oh, cool. awesome. But I'll probably leave lot. them in. Oh, great. <laughs> so, 
Well, I'm Jess, and in Sweden, nobody would ever call me Jess because it's very American. So basically, everybody would call me Jessica growing up. Yeah, in say your full name in Swedish. Oh, Jessica Magitarud. Wow, that's a lot of yeah. co- that's a lot of consonants and sounds I would never string together. So uh... yes. <laughs> But it's also because it sounds so bitchy to be like, yeah, my name is Jessica. So I kind of switch over to Jess, the more American I, you know, adapted to be. She's cool girl. Yeah, I'm kind of the valley (laughs) chick. (laughs) It's rad, bro. And how old were you when you started doing yoga? Uh, Oh, I was like 13, 14. So Jess has like dedicated her entire life to yoga, which is why she is the best yoga teacher in the world. So 13, 14, you're starting to teach yoga. Uh, 15 started teaching. 15 started to teaching, but working in a studio at 13, 14, right? Yeah. So basically grew up in a countryside uh, on a farm, of course. (laughs) And uh, I hated school all through life. That's, I guess, this podcast episode in a sense. (laughs) I was not a school kid. Um, Did not, was not very shy. Loved to be the center of attention when it came to, you know, stage performance. My mom was just here visiting in Aruba for two weeks and she just told me all the stories as I, how I was as a child, because how different I am, not just to Courtney, but to most children. <laughs> uh, so I was a really extroverted child. I loved to, you know, be very free, did not really care for any school structures. So we could take some lessons from Jess Absolutely. Here. Yeah. <laughs> And realized that both I was, uh, you know, starting going in towards, like, what is it called in Swedish? It's like middle school. And realized, well, my mom was like, oh, yeah, let's maybe check out what kind of things you have, you know? Ooh, all the things that might be not wrong, but something different with you. (laughs) What's wrong with Jess? (laughs) What's wrong with me? Why don't I like school? Why does all teachers say, well, she's a really sweet kid, but she might have trouble with... Um, yeah, I'm most dyslectic, dyscalculated, and have ADHD, <laughs> so I've got a lot of the D stuff. I don't mean to laugh at that, it's just how you say it. Like, yeah, in Swedish you say it differently, and in English it's hard to translate. Uh, dyslexi, dyscalculi, and adihuadia. Uh So it's dyslexic, and there is a, the, the one... There's that, like a version of dyslexia that is for numbers. numbers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the word is in English I'm going to Google it, because it's actually a thing. Um, and it's yeah. close to what she said. It's just not exactly. We could just call it dyscalculectic. It's dyscalcula. It's dyslexic dyscalcula. dyscalcula. Yeah. yeah. It's dyslexic. Vi- I knew it was dyscal- really close dys- to what she'd said, but I was I like. lost it again. Dyscalcia. Dys- dys- dyscalcula. Dyscalcula. Like Count Dracula. Dyscalcula. Dyscalculia. <laughs> it's. <laughs> One. Uh, uh. Uh, <laughs> we don't even have that show in Sweden. Except if you did that. it like Jess, it would be like one, ah, 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 five, ah, 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 four, ha. <laughs> yeah, I did not really have the greatest, you know, connection with school. And uh, I grew up and I decided I used to be really into both gymnastics. I was a really active kid, therefore ADHD. Gymnastic. Gymnastic, dancing. Horseback, horseback riding. riding. Like air, like bow and arrow stuff. Anything I could get my hands on. I went to circus for a while. You were in the circus? Oh yeah, I went to circus school. <laughs> <laughs> I could walk in a mall. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my... I did everything I could. Everything but school. Yeah, and then when I was, you know, I was having courses and everything, and then I started to injure myself a lot with gymnastics. I started, like, you know, my body is, I was hypermobile as a kid, 
And then I found actually my teacher back home. Uh, she was the one that kind of diagnosed all these things. Great teacher. I love her to death. It's not that it's bad that she diagnosed me. She actually helped me a lot in life. Her name is Charlie. And then she said, you know what? Like, you're a great kid. Like every teacher has to say. But she was really kind. And she's like, you know what? I have a friend that is opening up a studio in, in my hometown. And like, you'll be perfect for this because, you know, you need to get some outsearch for what you're doing because clearly whatever you're doing is not clearly working that much right now. And I went to a studio and I took one class and I fell in love. But the thing is that the girl that owned the studio, Angela, she is American and I did not speak a single word of English. My Isn't teachers, that crazy that at the age of 15, Jess could not speak English 14. and now 14 and now like she doesn't even have an accent? Because straight up, I've been learning French since grade four, and I still could not speak French, understandably, (laughs) to someone who speaks French. I could maybe do some, like, broken Canadian French stuff that people would be like, yeah, all right, you tried. Um, But it would never be like, I would never consider it a second language. So I'm just, like, so amazed by people that have two languages or more, and I'm like, "Ah, I'm not. (laughs) I'm that person that's like, speak English to me, please, because I'm useless otherwise. Yeah, it's crazy to me, like, the level of English that you're at. Like, no accent, nothing. Yeah, I, I adapted to the, to the American culture. Yeah. So just give me that iced coffee and, like, we can go and hang out at the surf. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like I really Most got Most people words. think you're American. Yeah, when, when they, they when meet, they meet me, especially here in Aruba, mo- like, they will, like, look at me and then try Dutch and then they realize, they're like, oh, no. And they would go to, like, oh, you're American. I was like, actually, no, I'm further up. But when I when I started further up, for, further up, well, the, I, I'm not and really, across the ocean, it's <laughs> like up somewhere. and over a bit, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> geography not my strongest suit. Well, I I did not speak a squad of English, and even my mom when she was here, she just told like she had like she needed to go into a parent teacher conference with my English teacher because I was so bad at English that they were like, yeah, we're kind of worried about Jess. She's failing this, like she's not going to be able to speak English. You know, she's really bad at it. <laughs> Like, and now I'm like, fuck you, look at me, I am probably talking better than you can, look at my lexicon, my library is humongous, I can insult you in many ways, and I can also inspire you in many ways, you know, like, I have both spectrums. <laughs> From insulting to inspiring, kid. We need both, yin and yang. Yes. Okay, so you start working at this yoga studio in Sweden, mm-hmm. and then you're there for a few years, and then you move to Aruba. Yes. So how old were you when you moved to Aruba? I was just turned 18. Just turned 18, and now she's been in Aruba for seven years? Uh-huh. So you're oh, Wait, I need to count. I was like, oh, math comes here. Uh, 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 uh. No, that cannot be right. Did I count that right? I wasn't watching your fingers. She's counting with her fingers. Oh, I can't count. Like and in a different language, so we're totally lost. Yeah, eight years, nine years, nine years. How did that turn into? That's a lot of years. I don't know. Math doesn't add up, but somewhere around like seven to nine years. (laughs) I love the I love the phrase "math doesn't add up" because (laughs) literally that's what math does. Yeah, that's like not for me. That's math's whole purpose. <laughs> Never. And how did it feel to move to Aruba when you were so young, I leaving your so whole great. 
Yeah, oh. leaving your whole world behind. I'm not that worried. I was not. I'm, I was lucky enough to be able to travel previously with the the previous job I had together with Angela in the studio. So I did travel a lot, and I I kind of I've never really been the one that shies away from an adventure. So I'm like, all right, cool, something different. I had suitcases, pink ones, I may say, <laughs> and I rolled them into Arlanda, which is the Swedish airport. And then I arrived to Aruba. I thought it would be like going to Costa Rica, like no shoes, no shirt, no problem. It was I was met with AC and a lot of cars. <laughs> I'm like, what is this little island? I must say, was I it your this. first time here when you moved here? Yeah, I had no clue Dang, what this was. I, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know Rubik existed either because it's not really a thing that Swedes know about. Or maybe because I'm really bad at geography, maybe it was just me. <laughs> not my strongest suit. But I kind of just decided, like, all right, cool, let's see what happens. And I'm so happy I took that. I had no problem adapting to it. I loved it. Yeah, she's been here ever since. Yeah. So that's really cool and really brave to be able to like leave everything behind that you know at such a young age and really build a life for you, for yourself in another country. I think it's really cool. I, I don't know. I was, I was just like, all right, cool. Something new. I, I don't know. I never had like a, oh, you're doing a strong act or something. It was just like, all right, let's see what this goes. I didn't really have any problems with, with the energy of shifting from Sweden because I, I always, I love, somebody told me a sentence like, oh, you're a sunny bunny. And I was like, a what? A sunny bunny is somebody that constantly seeks the sun. Like, I am always jumping after the sun. I do not want to be in cold weather. I do not like snow. I do not like anything that is to move more freezing. I like the warmth <laughs> of the world. See, I'm like the opposite. Not that I run, like... I just can't be in direct sunlight, so it's like... <laughs> Edward, is that you? <laughs> I don't sparkle, though. I just turn various shades of red. <laughs> oh, damn. Wrong, wrong kind of vampire. Yeah. Wrong kind. This is the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> So we wanted to talk a bit today because we think it's really funny. So as Jess said, like she has dyslexia, discalcu, count chocula. Discount chocula? Discount, oh, I love that Discount so much better. Chocula. <laughs> then un, undiagnosed ADHD, right? Well, we stopped the process. So I love my mom and she's very much, I, I love her to death. She's the coolest person I know in a sense. I, I would come home to like a drum circle at home like she's a major hippie and Courtney just met her and my mom did some she's great she did like a she's like I can heal you you have back pain I can heal that like that kind of person which I love about her but she did also not believe that the government should label children and you know keep track of what their you know maybe not their strongest suits are so we did the, the right whole... that it would lead to stigma if exactly you got, yeah. and you know in the 90s it was also not really like, it was not really cool or something to be proud of, to be like, oh, I have ADHD, look at me, I can't sit still. Like, it wasn't really something that was super accepted. Now you wear it like a badge of honor, like yeah. a crown. <laughs> it's, it was not a thing back then. It was the opposite. Like, you were reading the special group of kids. Like, here is a red book, which meant that you were in the lower reading category. Like, those kind of things. So as we were about to finish up the the investigation of it like they were like oh yeah you have it before we signed the paper and then my mom was like nope plug the pole and she's like yeah i'm not gonna have my child labeled we know that she has something she'll be fine clearly i'm fine but so i'm happy in one sense that it is undiagnosed but it's it's just like signature away <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to talk about that today because i think well we always joke that um like together we make one human yes. because i 
I am in really book smart. I've always been really studious, really good at tests and exams and sit quietly in school and listen to my teacher. Always have I been like that. And But when it comes to like real world stuff, like navigating where I'm going, knowing what's going on, not being awkward as hell, I am really bad at that. <laughs> and Jess is like the opposite because Jess can like float into a room, make friends with anybody, which is why like she kind of adopted me as a with friend. With donuts. I just lured her in my van. <laughs> it's not hard to do. But when it comes to school... <laughs> But when it comes to school, you struggled. But you have, like, the best, I don't know, like, the best view on it. Like, I have never seen this bother you in any (laughs) way. Like, she sends me memes all the time of, like, dyslexic memes. Oh, oh, that's my, like, that's my jam. Anything I can't, like, oh, there's a whole category of memes about dyslexia and things that is misspelled, and I don't see that as misspelled, so I sent it to Courtney. Yeah, she's like, like, what's wrong with the spelling here? (laughs) Nothing. No. And it's the best thing. And it's like, look, this is you! And I was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) But I never had a problem, you know? Like, in school, like, I, of course, like, when you were a kid, like, you always, like, Oh, I read on a little slower level. I read, I, you know, you always get a little put put aside. But I never really felt like that bothered me in any sense or waveform, like in my adult life ever. Because I don't really feel like, yeah, if I can't say a certain thing or if I can't spell it, like, you'll figure it out. Like, it's not my problem. <laughs> like, I sent it out. And if you don't understand, I'm more than happy to clarify. And most people that also meet me in person... They know that I'm a pretty big talker. Like, I like to communicate with words, and I will talk a lot of the words out of my mouth constantly. (laughs) So when it comes to texting in any kind of form of communication, like, of course, you spell check and everything when it's legit important things that it's like, you know, you got to release out to the world or, you know, with work-related stuff. I always try to be, you know, as good as I can. But most of the time, I'll send it to someone, especially Courtney, be like, can you proofread this? How do you spell breath? And it's usually like, bread <laughs> can you bread out of your mouth <laughs> or whatever I mean, same thing and, and i was like i don't see the difference so why should i feel bad about something that i can't really see that's just i don't know i don't really understand the concept of like yours and your i was like yeah you get a point i think that's my like it's my favorite thing about you that you just are who you are and you don't feel embarrassed about it in any way, you know, because I think that a lot of people struggle with this, that they do feel embarrassed, you know, if they have a learning disability or something. And that is what also, like, if if everyone in the world thought about this the way that you do, there'd be no stigma towards any of this. It would just be like, this is just how it is, you know, like some people have a hard time spelling or whatever. They can't read as well. But um but how would it be like for you guys as introverts in a sense in school? Like, cause I'm like, I never had a problem making friends. Like, in that sense, I was like, all right, cool. You want to do this? And I remember even if somebody made fun of something, like, uh, my mom got me a giant punching bag at home to be like, to release my anger because it's not good to let that be in your system. You need to be actively moving something out, you know, out of your system. And maybe I did a little too much. That was the only time I've been violent. <laughs> Except in traffic. Uh, but Emily's violent in traffic. I, yeah. Oh. Well, I have to be like, I have to verbally road rage because if I let it out, I would be in so many accidents. So I need yes. to yell at you in my vehicle. And I'm never like driving aggressively or anything like that, but I am screaming in my car at you 
as I go and by. nobody else can see or hear you. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm, like, listening to, like, full-on music. And it's like, wah! And it's okay. <laughs> like, nobody getting harmed. Like, nobody sees what I'm doing. It's just me releasing stagnation. Like, it needs to be let out somewhere. Yeah. Gotta get it out of Most me. Most of the time. On the road. <laughs> I also feel like I'm a... Like, I feel like I'm a little bit in between you two. Like, especially... And it might just be that I'm oblivious in life, but, like, when I was in school, like, I'm really social, but I didn't like kids. Like, I just talked to them, and then they were there. <laughs> I did not. I was in school. I did not like kids. Any of y'all. There was, like, like, oh, there oh was like, four girls that I was, like, were friends, and then the rest of them just kind of, like, were around me, and I was like, we'll talk, but we're not buddies. And then, like, we'd get in fights because I didn't actually care what they thought because they weren't my friends. And so I'd just walk off and do something else because I was like, I don't care. And then I would get in trouble with teachers because I was, like, making these other kids feel bad. But I didn't realize that they thought we were friends. I was just like, no, we were just hanging out. We aren't actually friends. Um, So I had to apologize a lot for, like, that kind of stuff that I just didn't understand what was happening. And then, like, academically, I was always okay at English. Like, it was my strong, that was my strong class. Math, I was dumb as shit. Like, I'm pretty sure I have some dyscalculia. <laughs> um, because I, like, invert numbers and stuff, and it's really terrible for me. But I always, like, stumbled through and just kind of, like, made it work. But I remember we had standardized testing that they would do in, like, grade 3, grade 6, grade 9. Like, we just had constant standardized testing. And one year, I scored, like, really high on it. Um which isn't strange. I do well on tests, but then they wanted to like further test me because they thought I was like crazy genius level smart. But then I got (laughs) bored halfway through the testing. And so I just kind of stopped doing it. So then I looked like I had like (laughs) mental deficits because I just stopped doing the test. And so they couldn't figure out like where to place me because it was like, I was smart, but I was lazy. And so (laughs) they were just like, we don't know what this kid like just... Here, you can take her back. She's average. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, like, I was smart in some areas and then not as great in other areas. And then just, like, obliviously, like, social because I liked certain people and I didn't care about anybody else. And I thought I didn't know that that wasn't how other people were. <laughs> like, I didn't realize that there were people that, like, were friends with everyone. I was just like, oh, we all have, like, one or two good friends. And then everybody else is just meaningless. Um, <laughs> but that's not a thing. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like, numbers are my jam. I love numbers. I'm super good at them, was super good at math. Was also good at, like, the English and the writing stuff, too. But could I make a friend? No. <laughs> Do you get adopted by people? Yes. I get adopted by people like Jess and like you. <laughs> and they're just people that I just kind of happen upon. Like three months after Jess moved to Aruba, I showed up at the yoga studio and that was that was it. Yeah. We had to get donuts first. Yeah, we had to get. If you feed me, I'm your friend. Yes, it's like it's like a stray cat. Like I leave food for you, and they just keep coming back at the door. Be like, hello, is there more? Yes. Um, excuse me. Do you have more of the donuts that I was eating previously? Thing with the jelly. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, please. One for me. Okay, so because this is the mostly awkward podcast, what times in your life, Jess, do you feel awkward? Any times, or are you just like no? Oh, I am. I'm not like I don't feel like I'm awkward, but when other people do things, I get so like secondhand embarrassment. Oh, all the time. <laughs> like that is my biggest. thing. What do I do that gives you secondhand? Oh, Courtney in her. <laughs> oh, oh, Courtney and your stupid socks and your shoes. <laughs> oh, God. 
What is this? We to... I need to know. <laughs> oh, so basically, What's we went to the movies. Like, you know, like in, in Aruba, the movies are like extremely cold. Like it's like the movie theater is very cold. It's here. like icy cold. And then Courtney shows up like to a public place, like completely public, like with a bunch of people. Like it's a full movie set. I don't see anything wrong with this. She shows up in like big socks. And you know those like... Like up to my knees yeah, socks. Yeah, not Crocs, but you know like Birkenstock? Yeah, with Birkenstock. Courtney, we've talked about this. <laughs> that for me... And also she went like that to the gym. She walked into the gym to the treadmill. I have pictures. I have proof of this. With her Birkenstock and socks. For I me, used to wear that to high school. <laughs> she wore it all the time in university. That was like, we would go really? out to, yeah, we would go out to get food. And it's just those stupid Birkenstocks that are kind of like flip-flops that just have the one strap. Yep, one yeah. band. Yeah. Yep. And she would always just like, they would be by the door and she, like, it could be snowing out and she would shove those on her feet. And I was like, yep. there's something wrong with you. So I get it. <laughs> yeah. That for me, like, I'm not really embarrassed. Like myself, I don't get too embarrassed. Like I'm pretty open You're about everything. You're too cool to wear socks and sandals. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, <laughs> hair flip included. <laughs> no, for me, I get more secondhand. Or like when my mom was recently here, now because she's so fresh in my mind, it's like she's like, waiter, excuse me. And I was like, oh shit, just shut the fuck up. Just sit down, quiet. We got a table. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Like, we don't need to change where we are. Like, for me, when people want to, you know, rearrange a lot of things and I need to make somebody else do it, that's when I get embarrassed. It's like, I'm sorry I'm bothering your life. When you have to, like, inconvenience someone else to get done. Yeah. Oh, I get so embarrassed. Like, I feel so embarrassed when I need to inconvenience someone. That's That's because you're Swedish. Probably. Or if somebody's, like, yeah, I don't know. If somebody plays loud music in my company or, like, somebody speaks really loud and I'm like, oh, my God, where to place? Like, I get easily embarrassed by, like, situations. Not really anything I do in that sense. Like, I don't feel like, oh, this is embarrassing. I can't talk about this. I could talk about anything. Like, I'll be like, here is my vagina. Here is, oh, maybe we cut that out. (laughs) No, that's going to be, that's going to be the promo for this episode. (laughs) Like, here is, here's what I think. And she will talk about absolutely anything. Oh, I had no problem about talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm a fairly open person. If you ask me most things, I will most likely respond to most of the things. On, on the internet, I'm a little bit more private. I'm not really about, like, because I can't really spell a lot either, so I don't really like to post things. It's like, if it has more than three words in it, I'm like, yeah, no, not going to go that deep into it because I can't I often, probably spell it. I often help you. Oh, yeah, every that. single yeah. thing I post. Like, I have an idea in my head, and when I put it on towards a piece of paper, it's like it's like seven ideas within one sentence. Yeah. And I'm super happy about and it. And it's like punctuation and like periods, like full stops do not exist. Oh, no, in no. Jess's. I don't get why they would be there. <laughs> like they're just in the way. <laughs> Your brain doesn't convert what's happening here onto paper oh. correctly. It's fine. <laughs> and that's what I love about also teaching because a lot of people, like I am so grateful to have the community that I have here at the studio and, you know, be around some amazing students. And they always say, like, wow, like, you really have this amazing way of speaking and communicating. And then I don't get that could never be translated into paper. So when people like if they send me a text or if, you know, it's just like virtually, it's a very they're like, who is this like real dumbass in a sense? Because it's probably like breath out. It's like, you know, instead of breathe out or it will be different conversions or 
probably a lot of extra S's. Like miscellaneous has seven S's for sure, because it's miss and that had at least two. And Elaneous, it probably has three. Oh yeah, it. that was one of my favorite spellings. She had like a little file folder and she like labeled it miscellaneous. And her spelling the word miscellaneous is like my favorite thing. Because miscellaneous like, if you can just miscellaneous like, only I can't has, even it only spell. has two S's. No, it would at least have three. No, it's only two. Miss M I S S. It's M- Elanius. I hate to I hate to burst your dyslexic bubble, but it's M I S C. Uh, it's not two S's, mm-hmm. so it's Misk Elanius. Oh, why would you put a Misk there? Like it, you didn't I know. Even say it doesn't. Elanius. It doesn't make sense. I'm not arguing. It doesn't make sense. I'm just telling word. you. It yes. only. But when she, when she spelled it, I has two. I S's. swear to God, it had like. 25 letters oh, in it sure. and it just kept going on and on and on <laughs> it's uh it's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious yeah oh for sure yeah can it you got, spell oh, that oh caladocious it's cal c-a-l and then doche like douche d-o-s-h-c yeah the spelling of things i can't uh, i love this it is though. the thing I can communicate and talk a lot in that sense of being really clear. Like, I am not a person to not be clear when I speak. But when it comes to putting that into, like, a virtual sense or to a paper aspect, it would literally probably look like a five-year-old read it or did it. You literally... Unless I use Grammarly. Like, okay, free ad here. (laughs) Grammarly is the shit. If I did not have Grammarly, I would... I don't know what I would do. Or or autocorrect. Autocorrect sometimes doesn't even know what I'm saying. But the talking thing, like I just learned about that one. If you talk into the phone, it spells the word that you didn't know. <laughs> I had no clue that that existed. And now every time, like I'll be out like texting something and I'm like, oh, how do I spell like, not eggplant, but I don't know, maybe eggplant. eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> like how do I spell eggplant? And I could just say it like eggplant. <laughs> People look at me and be like, because I just say that one word really loud. Like, eggplant, let's go. <laughs> And that's the only thing that come out. But it, it helped me so much. To be honest, like techno- without technology, I would be so screwed with anything I did. But thank God to technology and people around me because I can actually let them spell check, like Courtney spell checks. Like if I have something important, she spells check it. Oh, but those are good tips to like share with people yeah. who may be struggling with this. Also, Get an if, iPhone. if you're rich beyond all means, <laughs> just hire a person to walk around behind you and type out what you oh, say like all the time. Yeah. Oh, constantly. Yeah. What is the thing you call in court? Uh, type oh, the, the typographist. Person, the, the person. Uh, yeah, yeah, typographist. Oh yeah, if I can have a typographist, go with me. Cause, but I also don't really like to type. <laughs> or a stenographer. Or That's anything. the one that they, the stenographer is the one for the courtroom. The paints. No, oh. <laughs> no, the stenographer. <laughs> the stenographer does the little typey type in the courtroom and does yes. like short form and everything. Yeah. Yeah, but to be honest, technology saved me so much. Like I'm so happy because I like in school when I grew up, we did not have the iPads or anything like fancy fancy like that. And then my brother, like, he's the same as me, but he grew up with an iPad in his classroom, which basically solved all the problems. Not all the problems, clearly, there's a lot left. But if you think about, not to drag my brother through the dirt, I love him very much, but iPads and, like, technology changed so much for dyslexic people. Like, I love Grammarly. Like, I pay for that shit, and I'll do it for the rest of my life, because it helped me spell everything. And like, it will even be like, did you mean this word? And if I'm like, no, it will give me like 25 different words that's similar or just speaking in towards it. So like, that's literally how I do all my kind of like online work 
because it does solve a lot of problems. It also adds punct, like punctuation at the end of every sentence. Even if I don't want them, I take them away. They add them back, <laughs> which I guess is quite great. <laughs> and also, like, I it's like no, no, yeah, like, <laughs> we gotta put this. We're here. gonna do this here. So there's so many good programs right now. So like, when I'm doing legit work, it really does help everything. Because when I was in school, like I got. To be honest, to be dyslectic, I got good grades, but I think it's because of my personality. Not really, because I was great at the actual scoring or testing, because we don't have as you guys. Because you probably tried so hard. Like, oh. I can just see you going oh, in there yeah. and being like, I'm going to do this, and like, yeah. doing a great job, but yeah, probably just not, yeah, just like not, you know. <laughs> Memorizing or not spelling, spelling it is it. great, yeah. But I don't, but, like, for me, I don't really care about that. Like, in the end, like, now as an adult, like, I look back at my school years, which was great, because I like this, it's like. It's like socialization. If your dog bringing like your dog to like a dog park is great for Are your dog. Are you comparing yourself to a dog? Oh, right I'm now. comparing. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like human human beings to dogs. I'm following this. Yeah. It's great. It's exactly like my dyslectic brain thinks this is absolutely normal. But it's like you need to socialize. But for me, I felt like school was more about learning interactions and understanding dynamics rather than how did I actually get to know this? Because all of my experience that I have like now using in my line of work and where I want to continue to build my line of work, it is all through experience of actually being involved in the work. It's not just like, oh, I learned this in school. I can't say that I basically like 80% what I learned in school, well, I will never use again. And now like with the continuing education that they did, it's more around like mechanical body movement. So I'm really into words, anatomy and physiology and also comes energetic work. So I will still do a lot of the studying, but it's more about subjects that is, you know, beyond school measures. And for me, I felt like that was so much more interesting. And, you know, I still learn, like I'll still sit and study anatomy. And even though I might be dyslectic and probably get the bone wrong, spelling it wrong, like iliacus, I'm like, oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ooh, sternum. I know it's an S and a U there somewhere. But I know where everything sits and physically, like we can name and I can do and I can visualize and all of that, but maybe I can't spell it. But everything I'm doing now, it's all through like just experience and through, you know, continuing education of being more in an open environment, which I'm so happy about because the school years like that you guys probably thrived in, like in the sense of like you actually use some of your degree in an essence when it comes to writing and, you know, creativity around that. And I'm not sure... If you did, you get your degree too, right? Yeah, continued school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we went to university together. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. you guys masters? No, she has I, a I'm she a has master's. a masters. Yeah, yeah, bachelor. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's just super cool. Like my partner's the same, super like school person. Like not really, but also very much so. Very smart. It's just that you got to keep him intrigued, like a carrot. <laughs> like here, here's a subject that you like, and he he's super smart. Like he is one of the, my favorite intellectuals because he's very like just like Courtney, analytical and thinking about structures. I could never be like I see the structure here, but like ooh, a lot of things. I'll take the one thing I like and then walk away with it. But you're like the perfect example of like how how important life experience is versus education, right? Because everyone puts education on a pedestal, but life experience can have so much more benefit. And yeah, the fact that you left home at 18, moved to another country and have been on your own really ever since, like, and, and building 
you know, mm. this, like, it, it's really, it's really cool. And it really shows that like life experience, getting yourself out there and trying things like that is just as important, if not more than education. I mean, it's also super interesting, like to kind of point out the flaws in the education system. And I mean, like they have improved so drastically from when we were in school, but like, even to say like you were, you were struggling learning English in school, but once you took something you were interested in like yoga and applied English to that it made that learning process so much easier and that's where school kind of fails a lot of kids because it's not looking at like well what could we find that you understand that we can help you learn this concept with Mm -hmm. it's more just like here's how we've been taught to teach you and this is what you need to learn and like I there were so many kids that I went to school with that I know are super smart human beings that struggled in our school systems because it's just not built for anyone whose brain works differently unfortunately that's really true like I was really lucky to be able to stumble into you know the situation like I actually had a teacher like which I'm so I'm so lucky to be able to have a teacher that actually brought me into that real life situation she was my religion teacher she was also like we have something called like like um social science like not social yeah social science so basically Samhelskunskap, which means like how we work in society. And she was the one that brought me to this place. And I don't speak, like I would refuse to speak English because in Sweden, usually we have a heavy accent. And also like I was really bad at English in, in the start, so I didn't know anything. So this uh, Angela, she's American from Seattle, actually back from Arkansas in the beginning, uh, but moved from Seattle to Sweden. And her husband is Swedish. So he would usually come and help me translate because I started to help out of the studio to be the chicken girl or like, you know, to clean up after classes and change for yoga classes. Because, you know, being 13, 14, you don't have a lot of money in your bank account. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I was able to have the opportunity to help out in exchange for yoga classes. And I, I remember like not wanting to communicate in the beginning because I was so afraid of my English. And little by little, I started to develop, you know, skills and understanding. And the more I actually took classes, I could just listen and hear it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Because in the beginning, I had a very heavy, very heavy accent from Sweden. You know, <laughs> they are very heavy on our, our R's. We don't really roll them. And we have a high rock of talking. So it becomes a little bit more, more like a Swede that is coming with a different way of speaking. <laughs> so I had a really Swedish accent. And I'm also like, I like to adapt. So anytime I'm, you know, hanging out with people, I usually like tend to a little bit go into their accent. And because she was from Seattle or had a Seattle accent, I can kind of have that more really like Americanized heavy accent. And I'm moving to Aruba. A lot of people here are from the US, like visiting and traveling. And the studio has a lot of like traveling people around it as well that is coming from the US. So the more and more I spent time here, the more and more I also adapted to more of the, the American accent. And I'll hang out with Courtney once in a while. I'll be like, we're about to take this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, she God. Made, she makes fun of my Canadian accent. About go, like, go, go. I don't even know how to say it. It's like out. Out. Out and about. Out. Yep. Out and about. In a boat. And I, I love it, to be honest. It's like one of my favorite things that, that I, I have learned. Like if I could like really put something in like, beyond school because so, like school taught me other things too but like school did not teach me English in that sense I'm so happy that I had the opportunity to really involve and immerse myself because it is now my it's not my mother tongue but it's my main language I think I dream I use it like my partner and me we use English in between each other 
The only thing I don't do in English is count. I have to count in Swedish. I, I can't translate the Swedish counting numbers and the clock is just... Ugh. It makes sense. Like <laughs> if, if you struggle, especially with numbers, then sticking with yeah. the language you learn them in first is probably the easiest thing to like. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. But I can spell better in English now than I can spell in Swedish, which is kind of funny, you know, because I used it for so many years now, you know, over 10 years straight of using it exclusively. Yeah, it's your main language. It's my main language. I wouldn't say that Swedish. Now I feel like when I talk to my Swedish friends or my mom, I feel like I speak very polite, like, or like a 15 year old would. Or 14 years Well, because that's when you stopped using it as much. Yeah. Exactly. So it's kind of like I have this more of a, a little bit more polite talking, but also like I still have the slang since I was 15, which is really old school now. I'd be like, cool, raw dog. I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, maybe not raw dog. I don't know. Like, it was saying in the US. Maybe not raw dog. <laughs> There's a phrase yeah, you used a lot. Dog, a man. phrase you used a lot at 15, or was that. I usually say just raw dog's life. Yeah, I usually say that I raw dog life. Just taking a bite of horn. Uh, that's great because, like, to me, that's it's so interesting because, like, if you think about it, if I'd stopped speaking English when I was 15 years old and like started speaking a different language and then went back to it, the vocabulary that I would have would be so stunted in English right. because mm-hmm. I feel like up until 15, I didn't have a very hefty lexicon of English words. Like I had like the basics, probably a little bit more because I like to read. And so I had some funky ones in there. But then I feel like university is really where I started to like have fun with language and learn different words and like get. So if I'd stopped speaking English at 15, (laughs) I can imagine I would be of a similar vocabulary where it's like super polite or like really stupid slang that doesn't make sense anymore. (laughs) Yeah, like raw dog. I don't know, like what up, dog? Maybe that's easier. That's what yeah, I'm that, thinking about. Yeah, that's probably the yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. Not raw dog. Yes. <laughs> Very sexual. Um. Like eh, maybe not fifteen, but <laughs> all right. So what? What's what does the future hold for you, Jess? Oh what Lord, that sounds so like so. An honorary student. No, actually, what's your five-year I... plan? Bullet point, form it out for us. Oh. We started by birth. I came out with a twinkle in my eye. Now I'm gonna die with purpose. So I. That's a good life actually, plan. Yeah, I think it's great. Like, come out with a twinkle in my eye. Not let it disrupt my whole being. No, I think the next few years coming up, like I have, I have a great partner that I'm building and a beautiful life with down here in Aruba. Also, you know, raw dog in life in many sense. <laughs> you should see her truck. That is, <laughs> she loves her truck. I love but my truck. I, I love my truck. Don't talk shit about how, my truck. How many accidents has it been in? Not even no, yours. With me. Not with you. So I got, I, I got this truck like secondhand and uh, for a work exchange thing I did. And uh, this truck is like my all time. It's an old Mitsubishi It must be truck. 20 years old. It's something like man, I don't think that's that old. But it's a Mitsubishi truck. It's a pickup truck. I love this truck to death. It's white and rusty, so it's not so white anymore. It has about like seventy-two dents, and it's not by me. It had it beforehand. It has a four-wheel drive. On my passenger side, you can't really roll down the window. On my side, there's a hole at the bottom of it. Up top, there's a leak. 
But this car is... Don't you have duct tape? Yeah, somewhere? I have duct tape on the top of my car. I like that you open. sprinkled some good things in with the bad. Like, it has four-wheel oh, wheel- it. It four drive. Also, there's like 18 holes in the floor. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it takes me it anywhere. It makes like a really weird sound when you first turn it's it on. It's the fan belt. It just needs a little love sometimes. At least it doesn't I catch on car. fire, Courtney. Yeah, your car did catch on fire a few times. A Reuben cars are weird. I love the cars here. I love, like, the more old school, my dad's a mechanic, too. So, like, I love old school cars. Like, if it drives me forward and it has, like, a little bit of, like, sparkle to it, like, like some, some character, I love it. Like, I love, like, my first car in Arriva that I bought, too, it was also an old Mitsubishi truck. It also had duct tape. It did not start very often, but when it did, it was amazing. <laughs> like, I love cars that just will take me where I need to go. It might not work with the brake. I drove with the handbrake only for exclusively for like two weeks before I got it fixed. But I love old cars in that sense. Like, Aruba, I've loved the character of it. I was like, yeah, this kind of fits with my aesthetic. I'm just going with life. See where it takes me. Aruba is probably the only place that you can drive with like absolutely crazy cars that just like would not be able to go anywhere else because we have this thing in canada where they they, (laughs) they're not supposed to (laughs) we have this thing in canada where they have to be street legal um and i feel like (laughs) a lot of the cars in aruba would not fall into the category of a street legal vehicle oh my my past inspection inspection i'm not surprised how but it did (laughs) i'm very surprised but i love i love my car like i'm not a car chick at all like it's not like it has a lot of shit in it it's like i live in my car because i love it so much i'm always in between things but yeah that's what my future holds that this life continues with my car fucking love my car eventually you're gonna have to get a new car oh no i will never get a new car I mean, truly, I love my car, too, but it's currently making a screaming sound when you accelerate, so I feel like... Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Just just appreciate it. I just, just, just raw dog life. I just turned my podcast up louder, and I'm like, it's fine. I'm, oh, for sure. I can't it's, hear it. Exactly. For me, my, my Siri stopped working about six months ago, so I'm just singing. Yeah, like, just sing loudly. Just it's loudly. fine. Yeah. Exactly. And nobody will ever know. Like, I'm totally fine. Like, that's kind of what life holds for me. I think a lot of exciting things, you know, I'll continue to always, you know, learn things. Because I love learning. Even though when I read books, it might not be the same outcome that everybody else have. But I'm totally okay with it. Listen, there's as long as I got there's that. audiobooks for a reason. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. It's the best. But I don't really, I love podcasts, though. I'm a podcast. Like, I consume podcasts. Like, they're M&M's? I don't know. Candy. <laughs> I don't even yeah. like M&M's. Candy. Candy. Yeah. It's like trying to come up with an American... Jelly donuts like, to Courtney. Uh... Oh, jelly donuts, yeah. Because you <laughs> like jelly donuts from Tim Horton. Because I'm paying them with my loonies and toonies. Oh, calm down, Just Canada. by the Canadian <laughs> oh, money. I love... I, I, can, I can sing the Canadian. Oh my I gosh, love... please sing how you sing the Canadian. You need to hear oh. this. I'm down for I it. Oh, Canada, my native home and land, to patriarchy and the name of the sons. <laughs> she yep. sings that probably like every day. So here's me. the thing. You just took the Canadian national anthem and the American national anthem and shoved them together. Oh, that's not it's a, <laughs> Really? That's, that's no? amazing grace. I love it. She- True oh. patriarchy. <laughs> Wait, is that not is that the, the U.S. song? No, no, I don't know where. The, where's the, uh, it's, the U.S. It, in that? No, it was just because at the end she kind of got like really patriarchy and that kind of stuff. That's the <laughs> no the um the U.S. one is because I the, told her that it was like I was like it's how does it go in thy son's command or something? In all thy and son's she's command. like so now she's but, like 
all about the suns. <laughs> but they took that out, yo. They took the suns part out. It's, yeah, now um, it's people, right? Uh, I'm some Canadian people. I haven't Canada, lived in Canada since they've changed it. Home and native land. And all thy <laughs> people's command. No, it's not people's. You guys are Canadian. You should know. <laughs> this. They changed it. They national. changed it on they me. They changed it. <laughs> oh. Um, no, but for real, I have not lived in Canada since it's been changed, so I don't know the new version. I, I did hear that they changed it, but... Oh, I got the French version. I don't want the French version. Oh, you have a French version, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> Sometimes they played that Ooh at la school. La Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that should be what it is. <laughs> That's great. Oh. <laughs> become like a singer-songwriter for Canadian like government. Okay, you want to hear how stupid it is now? Okay, so I'm going to sing the old version and then I'm going to sing the new version. So, And it's just the lines that they changed. So it's, Oh Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love, and all thy sons command. Okay, so now it's, Oh Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love, thou dost in us command. I hate what? it. Dust? Dust. Thou dust in us command. I hate it. I don't even know what that means. Like, it's like... Why did they use old English right? when it's like a modern so it's change? it's basically like saying does, but like a really, really, really old way of saying does. And then like, they... thou does in yeah. our... In us command? Yeah. That's thou weird. dost in us command. Well, weird. I like my Swedish national anthem. It's so cute. It's like... It says like... My homeland, oh, the gamla, the fria, the fjällhöga nord, the tysta, the gladderika sköna. We literally just sing how beautiful Sweden is and that we want to live and die in the north. Oh, wait, you know? wait, wait. Then you got to move to Canada. I was, I was looking at a very, very old version of the national anthem, so that was wrong. It's true patriot love in all of us command. In all of us command. Okay. Yeah. Which is better, That's but easier. still not great. And we do kind of sing about how pretty it is once you go on, because, like, you know, with glowing hearts, we see thee rise, the true north, strong and free. The true north, Jess? If, no, we, we <laughs> have the north. old north. No. Not an not old north. north. Uh, no, and then the French version <laughs> is, like, even prettier because they sing about oh. the landscape, but we don't <gasps> You guys didn't get that part? They cut that out? Uh, yeah, they oh. changed the lyrics a little bit. So You guys can do that? I don't think that is allowed. Oh, maybe? No. <laughs> you just mixed it with the national anthem? Like, oh, sorry, DJ. You changed maybe. the lyrics. It's like Pitbull Worldwide. <laughs> they don't. They just talk about, they talk about the land of our ancestors. I was wrong. So it's way more religious, the French, the French version. Ooh. Um, so basically, it's, oh, Canada, land of our ancestors. Glorious deeds circle your brow. For your arm knows how to wield the sword. Your arm knows how to carry the cross. Your history is an epic of brilliant deeds and your valor steeped in faith. We will protect our homes and our rights. That's the French version. That sounded very American. Like, we're going to protect our rights. Yeah, that was like Star Spangled Banner. That's the American mm. national anthem, kids. Mm. <laughs> not <right>. Amazing Grace. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the school did not teach me that. <laughs> wrong part of the world, uh, people. I'm from Europe. <laughs> All right, well, shall we close up? I mean, it's been almost, almost an, an hour. hour. This here. was a very successful situation. Oh, look at all that. Yeah, How much is going to cut out? A lot of the fitness. <laughs> <laughs> cut! Okay, thank you so much for coming on the show, Jess, and being our first guest ever. Oh, I feel very, I won't say, I feel very pretty, but I'm privileged. <laughs> <laughs> I can be pretty pretty too, pretty too, yeah. <laughs> 
Do you want to tell people to follow you on Instagram or anything? Or Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Just do it. You can follow me on... Follow Jess on Instagram. It's Jess R-Y-D-H, right? No, Jessica. Jessica R-Y-D-H. Oh, you sound like a mom. Jessica! Jessica! <laughs> yeah. Follow her on Instagram. She's super inspirational, has very pretty yoga poses. Super bendy. But also great captions because they're under three sentences. Because <laughs> I can't spell more than that. Generally, they're emojis or three words. Oh, yeah. Most of it. Actually, if I could do nothing but emojis, that is great. It's like a little, what is it called? Like a little riddle. Yeah. I like riddles. I like dadjos and riddles, but I never get the riddles. Just the dadjos. <laughs> you would have been a great Egyptian because you just speak in hieroglyphs and it's perfect. Oh, oh no. Then I got to remember all of them? That's hard. It's just like emojis for now times, you know? So like a sentence. But then with... figuring out what each means, that's the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Requires a lot of brain power. Eggplant, eggplant, splash, splash. Pretty self-explanatory, no. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jess has to ask your phone how to spell that. Oh, yeah, I can't spell the eggplant, sorry. <laughs> Gotta be like loudly talking. Eggplant! <laughs> All right, everyone, we will see you next week. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. listening if you're mostly awkward and want to hear more please listen rate review and follow all episodes of the mostly awkward podcast new ones come out every tuesday and they're available now for free on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts if you got questions or you want to chat you can email us at mostly at gmail.com or follow us on tiktok instagram and reddit at mostly awkward pod or twitter at mostly for a full list of episodes, more deets, or to see what's coming next, visit our website, mostlyawkwardpod.com. This has been a presentation of Mostly Awkward Media. See, see you next week! week.